today on 1230 KHAS. Morningside in town to take on Hastings in a women's men's basketball doubleheader here this afternoon at Lynn Farrell Arena. The women's game up first as we spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Gina Douglas. And coach, I think you, you have to admit this is a this is a big game in the conference today. Yeah, really big game. Just conference standings, um, national rankings. Uh, you got Morningside on your home court. They're coming off a huge win at Concordia. Um, you know, so it's obviously a big game for a lot of reasons. And then you just kind of add that it's Hastings and Morningside side and um, I think that that says enough right there so you know we'll see we survived on Wednesday um, played just well enough to get a win which we will take at Midland and then um, you know we've kind of been banged up a little bit injury wise but hopefully that everyone's healthy enough today they can go and, and play well today. Yeah, Morningside goes into Seward on Wednesday night and knocks off Concordia breaks their 40 game uh, home winning streak there at home so uh, they'll be ready to play. Hopefully, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm hoping that they're going to have more of a letdown than anything, but I don't really see that happening. So, you know, they played well there. Um, they had 21 turnovers, which you think that's a lot, but against Concordia's pressure, it's not a lot. Um, you know, the Snyder kid did a really good job. She's their backup four player, came in and handled the ball really well for them. And, you know, they were down, I think, 11 either into the third going into the fourth, and then they just made a run to end the game, and, and Concordia didn't have an answer. So they're talented. Morningside is. They can shoot it. Um, you know, they have really three three kids that can score like crazy in a hurry, and it, it makes you nervous, uh, especially on the defensive end. So, um, you know, hopefully they'll have a letdown. I don't expect it, but, you know, we'll, we know that we have to be ready to play today. So Morningside goes to Concordia and wins. We go to uh, Midland and win. Talk about the, the five-point win effect. It just enough to survive, you know, kind of like a, it usually seems like it is at Midland. Um, you know, I did think Midland was much improved defensively. I thought that they did a pretty decent job against us. They did a really good job on Chandra for the most part. Um, and, you know, they were trapping ball screens. Uh, we didn't have Taylor Beacom uh, there because she had to go to a funeral, unfortunately go to a funeral. And I could tell that that hurt us because we needed one other guard in there to be able to get out of a trap and attack then and you know and and on Wednesday we'd get out of it and then we just weren't comfortable enough to still get into the rim and find an open kids underneath the rim so but enough to survive you know and, and after I saw the scores on Wednesday Concordia got knocked off Jamestown got knocked off I was pretty happy with just surviving up there did not get out to a great start shooting the basketball on Wednesday but the second third and fourth quarters played pretty well yeah you know we had we had decent looks that first quarter we just didn't knock anything down and then they had a couple kids hit threes that really had not shot the ball well all year. Um, you know, so when that starts to happen early, you get a little nervous because they're they're knocking down shots and we just couldn't find the hoop. Um, you know, so I thought, and I told him after the game, I thought that we responded well. You know, it's, it's tough when you go on the road and you're not making shots to start with, just to hang in there. Uh, we settled down defensively. I thought the end of the game, you know, at about the five-minute mark, we went completely man defense. Um, put Gabby in there to try to guard their big kid, and other than giving up a couple free throws on the loose ball foul, um, and then late when they drove and we told them not to foul, you know, we, they didn't score on us the last five minutes. So I thought defensively as the game went on, we got better and kind of settled down, and, and really that's what got us the win. Kennedy Sander, the last two games, 27 points and 12 rebounds. Looks like she's uh, settling in now after coming over to Hastings College. Yeah, you know, it's really good to see. Um, you know, Midland and, and Haskell, the, the previous game, just play behind posts and say, hey, good luck. You got to go to work on us. And, and I thought Kennedy did a really good job. We're doing a little bit better job of getting our post players the ball when they're open and, and a little bit better timing of when to post, when to pass it. Um, we worked on that again yesterday. 
So if, if teams are going to play behind us in the posts, either Kennedy has to score or Mac has to score. You know, one of our post players has to score down there. And I thought I think that Kennedy's kind of stepped into that role. And, um, you know, we'll see today. Morningside zone's a, a little bit different. It's not quite like Haskell zone, but it's also not quite like Concordia zone. It's kind of in between there. Um, but, you know, we'll still need production from her and our other post players. With the injuries, kind of have a, a shortened bench, but we had just nine points off of the bench the other night. Probably going to have to have the, those players produce today to, to stay in this thing, aren't we? Yeah, you know, you look at our, our starters, uh, Matt Kennedy, Chandra, and Emma, all were double figures and shot the ball really, really well. And then it kind of dropped off dramatically after that. So um, getting to Taylor Beacon back will help. She's kind of been one of our better bench players and gives us a lift out there. And <clears throat> she's just really talented on the offensive end. Um, so I think that will help. But we have to have, you know, some other kids step up. Gabby, I thought, played one of her better games at Midland. Um, you know, maybe didn't score as much, but was kind of more the old Gabby. Very, very active out there. Um, so hopefully we can kind of get her going. She's been dealing with some injuries, though. Um, Harper Sheets, Hallie Plumtree, you know, we, we need at least one of those kids to score. Um, and then, you know, like I said, Taylor Beacom. Allie Smith is still injured, so we're kind of dealt with the injury bug a little bit, but we do need those kids to kind of step up and, and relieve our starters from having to, to score the majority of the points. Okay, we'll come back and talk about Morningside as our pregame show continues after this. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back with Hastings College women's basketball coach Gina Douglas, Hastings and Morningside here this afternoon. Uh, Morningside, a team 7-1 and one in the season, 5-1 and one in the conference. What's uh, the scouting report? What's the scoop on this, uh, this group? You know, they're, they're kind of the same old morning side and the fact that they have a, a shooter that just can shoot it like crazy. Sierra Mitchell um, is averaging, I think, close to 20 a game as a sophomore. She was the, the freshman of the year last year um, in our league and ha- has really improved her game overall. You know, obviously she was really good last year. She could really shoot it. You, had to, you couldn't give her any space, but now she's kind of developed where she gets to the rim a little bit more. So we're going to start off M on her, and you just have to chase her around like crazy. I mean, she's going to get... Emma's going to get hit by every screen possible, down screen, back screen, flare screen, stagger screen. You know, you have to communicate early, chase them through. Um, and then they have a couple other kids that can really score. Sydney Hupp kind of scares me. You know, she can kind of do a little bit of everything, um, get her post into foul trouble. Skylar Snyder, a uh, kid from Kearney who is a transfer. She had been starting early but comes off the bench and just gives them a whole other dimension. Um, t- she's a four player, and I told her four players it's going to be the most athletic kid that you'll face all year um plays much more like a guard handles it great passer um you know so we're gonna have to really try to slow him down on the defensive defensive end as much as possible and then you're gonna go against their zone you know so at some point you got to make some shots we've seen so much zone the the past (laughs) past year the past 
couple seasons that you think that um, hopefully I, I like the way our, our movement's better. You know, Haskell game, I thought we moved pretty well. We've shown them on film, you know, the kind of movement that looks really good against it. Um, you know, so hopefully our movement will be a little bit better against their zone. But like I said, any time that you get zoned, at some point you're going to have to knock down some open shots. So you have to do that, but you also have to be able to get the ball inside and, and score that way. It seems like every time we, we play Morningside, we, we talk about their defense. It's maybe not as aggressive as the Concordia, but yeah, they can still kind of you a lot of problems yeah they can you know it's it's like i said kind of combination between haskell um haskell in the half court and concordia in the half court it's not quite like the concordia level where it's just pure chaos but they will put a lot of ball pressure on you they'll run to shooters um their rotations you know they take their center out and they'll rotate to the short corner long corner with her so if we can get it reverse and attack i think we can get to the rim it's just a matter of getting the ball reversed you know um not throwing it straight into the defense's hands and and ball faking against their zone and um you know stuff like that so it's it's kind of a combination hopefully since we've seen so much zone that will help us um but never know at some point you got to make shots and at some point you got to be aggressive and go to the offensive boards i do think that last year when we went hard to the offensive boards we, we got some offensive boards put backs against them and that helped us out a lot like you said, you've seen a ton of zone here in the past year. We've had mixed results against it, too. Uh, what, what's the key? What's the, the, the main thing about attacking this thing today? we got to go through the high post. Um, if, you, if you can get most zones, if you can get it to the high post, someone's got to collapse on you. Uh, so we've worked a lot on, on our post movement. We can't have our post just stand still in one spot because then it's just pretty much a matchup zone. So we have to get a post in there, occupy the high post, if you don't get it, then you leave. Next post come through. Occasionally, we'll have Chandra kind of cut through that high post area because she's just so little and quick. She can get the ball and create in that area. Um, you know, so I think really the key is getting the ball to high post. And then at some point, you also have to throw the ball inside. You know, if they're going to have their center play behind our post players, our guards got to be able to pass it inside. And it's it's pretty much a one-on-one at that situation. So, um, you know, movement, I just think, is so so key against this zone and in in any zone, really. Um, and then, like I said before, hopefully we'll knock down a few shots, and that will help us out as well. That's about a line. When you, when you play a zone, you got to knock down some shots, or it could be a long day. Yeah, it could be. And then if you can't, then hopefully you can create something with your defense where you get at least a couple easy baskets. It's not every possession you're going against a tough zone. You know, it, it might be a creative turnover. Um, you know, just get out in the open court a little bit. Shander and Emma are pretty dang good in the open court. Get them out early and, and create something easy for us to kind of get us going. Okay, good. Thank you, sir. Gina Douglas, head coach for Hastings College. It's Hastings and Morningside today. Game is coming up next on 1230 KHS. You've been listening to the Gina Douglas pregame show, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Stay tuned. Bronco play-by-play is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. KHAS Radio. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes.
Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Hastings College Basketball is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for healthcare. By Five Points Bank, the better bank with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd Street, across the street from the water park. And by the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to Hastings College Basketball this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. Despite the stormy weather, we've got a mid Women's basketball doubleheader here this afternoon at Lynn Pearl Arena, the Osborne Sports Complex, and a pretty good one at that. All four of the teams we're going to see this afternoon are going to be nationally ranked in the latest NAIA Division II poll. We'll start off with a women's ball game here this afternoon as 12th-ranked Hastings College gets set to take on the 8th-ranked Morningside Mustangs. Morningside coming in, a record of seven wins and one loss on the season. They are 5-1 and one in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Hastings 7-3 and three on the season. They are 3-2 and two in the conference. Hastings 7-19 and 19 all-time against Morningside. Hastings 4-9 and nine against Morningside here at home in the last 10 games between these two teams. Hastings has won only two times. Morningside has won eight times. Last year, Hastings College... Uh, Winning a couple of games during the regular season, 75-64 to and 73-72. But then they lost to Morningside in the conference tournament by the score of 69-67. to The only loss for Morningside so far this year was a couple of weeks ago. They lost to Northwestern at home, 91-66. to Other than that, they have plowed through their schedule. At this point, they're sitting at 7-1 and in the season, 5 5- and one in the conference, a team that can put a lot of points on the scoreboard. They average 83.4 points per ball game on offense, and they give up 71.1 on the defensive end. We'll get to the starting lineups. They're brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Morning side will go with Jordan Bozier, a five foot. Five-inch junior out of Harlan, Iowa. Sierra Mitchell, a five-foot-six-inch sophomore out of Pleasant Hill, Iowa. She's their leading scorer, averaging just a shade over 19 points per ball game. Grace Meyer, a five-foot-eight-inch sophomore out of Pomeroy, Iowa. Sydney Huff is a six-foot-one-inch junior out of O'Neill, and Skyler Snyder, a five-foot-ten-inch junior out of Carney, the transfer from Nebraska. Carney playing there for Morningside. College will go with Emma Grenfell, the five foot six inch junior out of York. Chandra Farmer, the five foot three inch junior from Hastings St. Cecilia. Mackenzie Willicott, the five nine senior from Blue Hill. 
Caitlin Schmidt, the five foot six inch sophomore out of Omaha, and also Kennedy Sanders, six foot junior out of Lincoln. Starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, now with three locations in the city of Hastings. Five Points Bank, the better bank member, FDIC. Hastings in their white uniforms here this afternoon, their crimson trim. Morningside, just the opposite. They're in their crimson uniforms here this afternoon in their white trim. Hastings College controls the opening tip. Morningside, very, very good on defense. Hastings allowed a uh, rough afternoon attacking this defense. It is kind of wear on you. It's a, like a 2-3 zone defense, but a very active zone defense. And that, that's one way to beat it, though. A three-pointer by Caitlin Schmidt right out of the bat. Hastings is off and rolling. Three to nothing is the score. Broncos have the first field goal of the ball game here this afternoon. Here comes Morningside, a team that can score a lot of points, about 80 points per ball game to go right to work inside. Sydney Hupp scoring. Sydney Hupp on a reverse layup, and it's a 3-2 ball game. Hastings College has got the lead here in the ball game. Here comes Farmer back down for Hastings. The Grenfell goes to Sander, 15-footer, yes! Kennedy Sanders scores. Hastings 2-2 two two from the field here early. 5-2 is the score. Hastings has got the lead over Morningside. There's a pass into the lane. It's going to be deflected. The ball is going to be called. Arrow is going to be pointing in favor of Morningside, so the Mustangs will play things in. Baseline left side and then throw own basket. So despite the uh, stormy weather, Morningside has uh, made the trip down to Hastings here today. They traveled yesterday to make sure they were going to be here for this ball game. And Morningside is here. We've got a men's women's basketball doubleheader here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. There's Mitchell driving the ball to the hole. Her shot rolls off with the front iron. No good. Rebound Farmer. Long pass down to Florida. Schmidt, her pass deflected. Schmidt picks her back up. Out to Emma Grenfell, and then she throws the ball into the Morningside bench. First turnover on Hastings here in the ballgame. The Broncos averaging 20 turnovers per ballgame. 5-2 is the score. 12th-ranked Hastings with the lead now over 8th-ranked Morningside. Morningside went into Seward on Wednesday night and beat number one-ranked Concordia 84-75. That broke a 40-game home winning streak for the Concordia Bulldogs. Morningside down playing uh, Hastings here this afternoon. There's uh, Mitchell, rather Sydney Hupp, going to the basket. And her shot's up and in. So she's got both field goals for Morningside. It's a 5-4 ball game now. Hastings with a lead. Broncos have the ball. Farmer comes over here to Grenfeld on the wing on the left side. Grenfeld comes out between the circles now to Caitlin Schmidt. Schmidt gets it over to Emma Grenfeld. Now to the right side again to Schmidt. Her shot for three is up there. Rattles out. No good. Rebound comes down to Styler Snyder. Snyder runs her back the other way. All the way to the basket. Her ball going to be knocked out of her hands. And a foul is going to be called here on Grenfeld. And he sings. Emma's first personal foul. That's going to be team foul number one on Hastings. This will be a shooting foul, however, I think, as the officials are going to discuss things. Yeah, two shots here. Skyler Snyder will go to the free throw line, 75% foul shooter in the season. She's 15 out of 20. Her shot is up there, and the shot good. Gina's going to question whether or not she was really going up for the shot, and it was uh, iffy, iffy at best. Next one is up there. It's going to be good. So, nevertheless, he cans a couple of free throws. And now uh, Morningside has got their first lead to the ball game. It is six to 6-5. Hastings is trailing for the first time here this afternoon. Emma Grenfell goes over to uh, Caitlin Schmidt, takes it down on the baseline, and now we got a foul call down here. It's going to go 
on morning side as Schmidt was trying to drive the baseline. Grace Meyer picks up the foul. That's going to be the first foul on Grace Meyer and the first team foul called on Morningside. Here in this first quarter of play, Hastings will play it in. It's going to be deflected back out of bounds, trying to get the ball to Kennedy Sander. It was uh, knocked out of bounds underneath the basket, so Hastings will play things in. Baseline right side underneath their own basket. Caitlin Schmidt will get it in. Out to Sander right at the top of the three-point circle. Brings it back to Schmidt down in the corner. Her three is up there. It's no good, but it won't make any difference. We've got a foul called. It's going to be an offensive foul, and McKenzie uh, Willicott setting an illegal screen over there, trying to get Caitlin Schmidt some room down in the corner to launch up that three. So Willicott picks up her first foul in the ball game. Team foul number two on Hastings. Here comes Morningside back the other way, a driving layup by Mosier that's going to be no good, and she's fouling the play. Now Jordan Mosier will go to the free throw line. Kennedy Sander picks up the foul for Hastings. That's going to be the first foul on Sander. Team foul number three. Three on the Broncos here in this quarter. Now Mosier to the free throw line for the Stangs. Her shot is up there. It's good. Jordan Mosier scores. She's a 64% foul shooter in the season. 18 out of 28. As a team, Morningside hitting 68% from the free throw line. Second shot is up there. It hits the front iron and down through the hole. And now Morningside has got an 8-5 lead here over Hastings College early in the basketball game. 7-15 to play here in the first quarter. Sanders got it, dumps it down low. The Willicott shot's going to be blocked down, but a foul is going to be called. Skyler Snyder picks up the uh, personal foul there for Morningside. That's going to be her first foul. Team foul number two called on the Mustangs here in this first quarter. And now McKenzie Willicott will go to the free throw line. The former Blue Hill Bobcat, as he will toe the mark here for Hastings. Her shot is up there. It's good. McKenzie Willicott, a 76% foul shooter in the season. Hastings is a team hitting 72%. Next shot is up there and is good, so Willicott cans a couple of free throws. Hastings College is now trailing in the ball game by a score of 8-7, just underway. Women's College basketball here this afternoon from Lynn Ferrell Arena at the Osborne Sports Complex. Skyler Snyder has got the ball inside. Snyder takes it down the left side of the way, and her shot is good as she bends Leonard off of the window. Snyder had 17 the other night in their win over Concordia, 84 to 75 in Seward. Snyder averaging 10.3 points per ball game. There's a feed underneath the Willicotter shot, no good as she misses the bunny. Rebound comes down to Morningside. Sierra Mitchell has got the ball. Now as Snyder drives the ball against Willicotter, shot is up there, no good. Snyder gets a own rebound. A reset, and now they go right to work with Huff inside, and the shot is up and in. Sydney Huff's got three field goals. And six points here in the first couple of minutes of the ball game. Morningside is out to a five-point lead over Hastings and is 12 to 7. Broncos have the ball. They come over here to Grenfell, feeds it inside to Sander, kicks it back out, wide open. Three-pointer thrown up there by Schmidt. That's gonna be off of the back iron. No good. Rebound comes down here to Sierra Mitchell. Here come the Mustangs. They've got a five-point lead. Up again or shot good. He's had four field goals here in the early minutes of the ball game, and now Gina wants to call a timeout as the Broncos have fallen behind by seven points early in this basketball game. The timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 5.57 to play here in the first quarter. It's Morningside 14, Hastings 7. 
Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. side is it. Five out of the first seven shots here in the ballgame this afternoon. Mustangs have got the early lead. 14-7 over Hastings. Broncos pounder down low. There's Gabby Grosso into the ballgame. Takes a shot. Misses. Rebound comes out of the Stangs. Out of the pass is intercepted. Intercepted by Grenfell. Drives the ball with a whole shot. No good. And she's fouled the play. So Morningside turns it over for the first time here this afternoon. Now in McGrenfeld will go to the free throw line. She was fouling the play there by Jordan Moser of Morningside. That's going to be her first foul. Team foul number three of the Mustangs here in the first quarter. So Grenfeld now goes to the free throw line for the Broncos. Her shot is going to be short. No good. And in the ball game now for Morningside is going to be uh, Maddie Molly, number 14, as she is into the ball game now for the Stangs. Emma Grenfell to the free throw line for her second shot. It's up there. The shot is off of the right side. No good. Rebound comes down here to Alexandra Gill. Who's in the ball game. 14-7 is the score. Morningside has got an early lead here over Hastings College. Sierra Mitchell with the ball. Mitchell now to Peppers who's in the ball game. Her pass is deflected. The ball is right down here by Hastings. Harper Sheets grabs the ball. That's the second turnover on Morningside here in the ball game. Farmer has got it down for Hastings. Goes over to uh, Schmidt over there on the far side. Schmidt trying to penetrate inside. Throws it back out to Grenfell. Drives it to the basket. Sean is up there. No good. The ball is brought down here by Gill. Gill gets it to Molly. And here come the Mustangs. Still a 14-7 lead in this ballgame. Maddie Molly spins against Farmer. Her pass is going to be intercepted. Intercepted here by Grenfell. And she brings it back down two on two. Grenfell out to Farmer for three. That's way off of the mark. No good. Rebound comes down here to uh, Tate Hansen. Hanson goes to the far sideline to a Molly now as Hastings drops back into their band-to-band defense. Molly comes over here to the fingertips of Mitchell, but she saves it right in the hands of Grenfeld. Grenfeld gets it now. The farmer drives it. Her pass is going to be deflected out of bounds, and it's going to be Hastings' ball. The morning side getting a little sloppy with the ball. They've turned it over four times now here in the first quarter. Hastings has been unable to take advantage of it, though. It's still a 14-7 ball game. The Mustangs have the lead. Hastings hitting only 25% here in the first quarter compared to 71% for Morningside in this opening period. Hastings got up to a slow start on Wednesday. That's a Midland shot below 30% in the first quarter. There's a shot up there. It's going to be no good by Farmer. Rebound comes down to Sheets of Hastings. Sheets gets it away now. Gets it to Gabby Grosso. Now inside to Pancrats. Pancrats now to Farmer. Drives it inside and CB foul. In the play. Personal foul is going to be called here on uh, Sophia Peppers. That's going to be her first foul. Going to the free throw line for Hastings will be Shandra Farmer. Farmer, an 81% foul shooter in the season. Her shot is up there. That one is no good. Farmer had 17 points in the ball game against Midland on Wednesday, averaging 18, actually 15.2 on the season now for. Sandra Farmer, she prepares for her second one. It's up there, it's good. 
So it's a 14-8 ball game now. Hastings College is down by six points early in this contest. Bronco's now going to flash a little zone here at uh, Morningside in this possession. Sierra Mitchell pounds the ball inside. That's Burke with the ball. Now down in the baseline. That's going to be Gill. She drives. She is tripped there, and the foul is going to be called on Pankratz. Sophia Pankratz picks up the personal foul. That's going to be her first. That's going to be team foul number four on Hastings here in the first quarter. Mustangs will play things in. That's a Sierra Mitchell with the ball, driving it to the hole. Her left-handed shot is up there. No good. Pankratz with the rebound. Pankratz gets the ball to Farmer. Hastings still down by six points. Farmer drives it. She is knocked down into play. And another foul is going to be called. It's going to go on Morningside's Tate Hansen. That's going to be her first foul. That's going to be team foul number five on the Mustang. So we've had nine fouls called already in this basketball game. And Farmer will go to the free throw line here for Hastings. Her shot is up there. It's going to be good. So Chandra Farmer hits her second free throw of the day. And now it's a 14-9 ball game in favor of Morningside. Next one is up there. It's good. So it's been a free throw shooting contest to this point. 14-10 is the score. Hastings down by four points. Morningside has got the ball. That's Hanson with it now. Rainbow pass down in the corner to Mitchell. Feeds it inside to Gill. Her pass out on top is intercepted. Intercepted by Farmer. She takes off, drives, shoots, and scores. Sandra Farmer now with five points in the ball game, and the Broncos are back to within two points. 14-12 is the score now. Morningside has got the ball. Here's a ball. With it, she works it inside to Burke, drives it down the lane. Her shot is up there, no good. Bottom for the rebound. Gill had it, and she had a roll off. Let's see who was fighting for the ball down there. It was a Gabby Grosso for Hastings, and she lost control of it out of bounds. So Morningside will play things in from underneath their own basket. This is Sierra Mitchell ready to play things in. Hop has got it. Down in the corner again to Mitchell for three. Shot is up there. Bounces off. No good. Offensive rebound comes down to Moser. Her shot on the baseline is going to be no good. Rebound is loose again. It's in the lane. Jump ball is going to be called. Arrows are going to be pointing in favor of Hastings, so the Broncos will get it here. Hastings College basketball this afternoon on 1230 KHAS and also online at HastingsLink.com. Two minutes and 49 seconds. Seconds to play here in the first quarter. 14 to 12 was the score. The Mustangs out on top of the Broncos here today in women's college basketball. Sophia Pankratz with it now. Pankratz goes over to uh, Taylor Beacom. Beacom out on top. There's a shot by Harper Sheets. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down the morning side. That's Grace Meyer with the rebound. They get it to a Skyler Snyder. She's back into the ball game now. Drives it to the rack, and her shot is going to be deflected out of her hands out of bounds. Morningside will play things in. Baseline left side underneath their own basket. 14-12. Mustangs have a two-point lead. Out on top is Huff with the ball. Huff goes over to a Jordan Mosier. Now to Sierra Mitchell driving it down the lane, and she loses control of the ball. and goes out of bounds, and it's going to be Hastings' ball. Mitchell thought somebody tapped it out of her hands. That's not the case. Hastings will play things in. Now Morningside will apply a little bit of pressure back here. Farmer brings it up down the right sideline, brings it back to the center of the floor, gets it into the hands of Pankratz. Pankratz down to Grasso. Gabby goes inside to Sheets, puts a move on at the poster, shot is up there, rolls off of the front iron, no good. Up with a rebound, out with a pass intercepted by Farmer, and then she's fouling the play. Morningside has turned the ball over six times here in the first quarter. Sydney Hupp picks up the personal foul. That's going to be her first, and that's going to send Farmer. Farmer back to the free throw line. 14-12 to 12 is the score. And he sings trailing by a couple of points. 
Robert to the line. She's now four out of five, but she hits this one. And now Jamie Sale, the head coach, the long-serving head coach of the Morningside Mustangs. He wants to call a timeout here. The timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar, the home of NFL and college football, but located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 157 to play, first quarter, Morningside 14, Hastings 13. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. All right, as we come back, Chandra Farmer hits her second free throw. And Hastings has gotten a 7 to nothing run now. The Broncos have come back to tie the game at 14 points apiece. As uh, Morningside works through the ball, there's a pass down to Mitchell. It's going to be uh, no good as she goes for the basket. Rebound comes down to Huff. Follow shots up there and in. Sydney Huck grabs the offensive board and the putback. She's got 10 points now in the ball game. 16-14. Morning side goes back out on top by a couple of points. Here's uh, Pancrantz with the ball. Pancrantz on the wing. Gives it away to Taylor Beacom. Beacom out here now to Grenfeld. Works the ball inside. The ball deflected but is picked up there by Grasso. And her signs up and in. Gabby Grasso had it knocked loose, but she picks it up and uh, puts it up there and scores with it. 16-16 to score now. Hastings in Morningside, women's college basketball action here this afternoon. Mosier gets it on the high post to Snyder, throws it to the far sideline to Myers, shot for three, good. Grace Meyer throws up a three-pointer. Morningside hitting 36% of their three-pointers so far this year. They can their first one right there. 19-16, to 16. Morningside down with a three-point lead. Hastings with the ball. Renfeld comes over here to uh, Sophia Pankratz, bounce pass. Harper Sheets down in the corner to Beacom, out of the wing to Grenfeld. Works it inside to Grasso. Takes it down to the baseline. Her shot no good. Snyder with a rebound. Sadler Snyder with a rebound from Morningside down the right sideline to Mitchell. Church shot for three is up there. No good. Long rebound. It goes out of bounds, and it's going to be Hastings' ball. So Hastings will play things in. Here comes uh, Farmer back into the ball game now for Hastings. Going down is going to be Pankratz. 23.5 seconds to play here in the first quarter from the Osborne Sports Complex here this afternoon. Hastings is trailing Morningside by a score of 19-16. Evan Grenfell with the ball just across the 10-second uh, line. Working one-on-one against uh, Mosier. 11 seconds on the game clock over here. Grenfell has got the ball back down in the corner to Farmer. Farmer splits a couple of defenders. Jump pass down in the left corner. Beacon for three. Shot good. And that's the end of the first quarter of play as Taylor Beacom knocks down a three-pointer from the deep left corner on the assist from Chandra Farmer. So one quarter in the books, and we're knotted up after one. The score is Hastings College 19, Morningside 19. You're listening to Women's College Basketball in 1230 KHAS. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem-solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. 
Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, Bronco basketball for you as we start the second quarter. We're tied up at 19 points apiece between 8th rank side and 12th ranked Hastings College here this afternoon. There's a Moser with the ball. Moser will give it away to Faith Meyer, who's back into the ball game now for the Mustangs. On the wing is Meyer, takes it down low to Huff. They work it around the horn. They bring it back to the left side. There's a long range jumper put up by Meyer that's going to be no good. Rebound comes down here to Kennedy Sander of Hastings. Sander gets it away down to Sandra Farmer into the forecourt to Grenfeld. Moves it down in the corner to Willicott for three. The shot is short. No good. Hupp with a rebound. Sidney Hupp has got it down from Morningside. Gets it away to Jordan Mosier. Right-handed dribble across the timeline. Farmer will pick her up defensively. Mosier drives it in the paint. Stops there. Has to get rid of it. She does. Grace Meyer has got it. Down to Sidney Hupp out here. Has hit five field goals so far in this ball game for ten points. Here's a Snyder with the ball. Skyler Snyder finds a seam, drives it to the basket. Her shot is up there, no good. Rebound comes down to Willicott. Willicott has got it for Hastings College. Down to Farmer into the forecourt. Shander with the ball. Moves it to the right side, stops, gets it to a Taylor Beacom. Beacom brings it back to Farmer. Now to Grenfeld at the top of the key. Bobs it inside to Willicott. Now down low to Sanders. Shot is no good. Misses the easy one. Rebound comes down here to Sidney Hupp. Up will bring up the floor herself, takes it to the free throw line, drives it all into the basket. Her shot is up there, no good. Rebound is off of the fingertips of Sander out of bounds, and it's going to be Morningside ball. Kennedy had it there and then uh, lost it out of her hands, out of bounds. Here comes Tate Hansen back into the ball game for Morningside. Kaylee Burke will also come in. They've got a rotation of about 11 players here for the Mustangs, and all of them play about the equal amounts of time. We're going to see. A lot of players into the ball game here today from Morningside. Here's a Mosier with the ball. Mosier in the lane. Mosier puts it up over Farmer. Her shot no good. A couple of players collide for the rebound. We got a foul called. Foul is going to be called here. It's going to go on uh, Morningside's Kaylee Burke. Burke picks up her first foul. That's going to be the first team foul of the Mustangs here in the second quarter. We're tied up at 19 points apiece here. Women's college basketball. Here's Sandra Farmer with the ball. Farmer down to Emma Grenfeld. Emma comes to the near side, reverses the ball, gets it out to Farmer for three. Shot rims off, no good. Grenfeld with a rebound. Emma two-handed pass back out to Farmer out here in three-point territory. Inside to Willicott. Shot is up there. Good. McKenzie Willicott scores there. That's her first field goal of the ball game. He's now got four points in the contest. She added a couple of free throws in the first quarter, 21-19. Hastings College out on top. Mosier has got the ball. Jordan Mosier around a couple of screens. Mosier takes it over on the uh, left baseline and now is left alone. Throws up a shot. It's going to be no good. The ball ripped down 
now there by Meyer. And a jump ball is going to be called. Meyer took that one away from Grenfeld, and a jump ball is going to be called. Arrow pointing in favor of Hastings, so the Broncos will bring her back the other way. And Hastings was able to beat Morningside twice last year during the regular season, 75-64 and uh, 73-72, and then lost in the conference tournament to Morningside, 69-67. Hastings has not had uh, great success over the past uh, couple of years with Morningside. We're just 2-8 and eight against the Mustangs. However, we've got a two-point lead right now at 21-19. Entry pass, they get it inside to Willicott. She misses a little five-footer in the lane. Rebound comes down here to Sydney Hupp. Hupp has got it now from Morningside to uh, Faith Meyer. Now to Hupp again down here on the baseline. Works against Sander. Jump pass comes out on top. There's Hansen for three. Shot is up there. No good. Rebound comes down to Schmidt of Hastings. Got a three-on-three break. Runs it down the lane. Her runner is going to be no good as he goes up with a shot. And the rebound comes down here to Morningside. Molly has got the ball. Molly to the far side to a Meyer now. Meyer to a Tate Hansen. Skip pass comes over in the right side to a Sydney Hub. Up fakes the three against Sander. Can't go up with a shot, though. Out here to Tate Hansen, top of the key. Right side down to Hub. Sydney dribbles once. Passes back out on top to a Molly. She'll take a three-pointer. Shot no good. Rebound chased down in the corner by Burke. Kaylee Burke keeps it alive here for the Mustangs. Inside the free-throw circle now. There's a Tate Hansen with the ball. Two-handed pass goes to a Faith Meyer. Free throw line extended left side. They get it inside to Burke. Her shot is up there. No good. Over Willicott. And a foul is going to be called here on McKenzie Willicott of Hastings. Willicott picks up her second. Team foul number one on Hastings here in the ballgame in this quarter. Kaylee Burke to the free throw line. Her shot is up there. It's going to be good. Burke will have one more. She's a 56% foul shooter in the season. Here's she. Sarah Mitchell coming back into the ballgame. Bailey Burke gets ready for her second one. She's going to tie up her sneaker first as she stands there at the free throw line. 21 to 20 is the score. Hastings has got a one point lead. And now we're tied as Burke hits the second free throw. So now we're tied up at 21 points apiece. Six minutes and five seconds to play here in quarter number two from the Osborne Sports Complex here this afternoon. Emma Grenfeld with the ball. Grenfeld goes over to Taylor Beacom on the deep wing on the right side. Bounce pass down low. Grosso has got it now to Beacom. Ten-footer is up there short. No good. Grabbing the rebound is uh, going to be Gill for Morningside. Gill gets it now to Hanson. Hanson into the forecourt to uh, Molly. Molly around a couple of screens. Gets it to Mitchell. Drives it down the right side of the lane. Now feeds it down low and a shot is up and in. Alexandra Gill scoring there. That's the first field goal in the ball game for Gill. She came off with a bench the other night against Concordia and scored 11 points. That's her first field goal here, and Morningside has now got the lead over Hastings. 23-21 with 5 minutes and 18 seconds to play in the second quarter. Skip pass goes down to Beacom down to the baseline. She's double team. Now the ball knocked loose. Beacom picks her back up and goes up with a shot and hits it. Taylor Beacom was surrounded by Mustangs. The ball knocked loose. Taylor picks her back up and scores just to the left of the basket. Now here's the ball deflected into the backcourt, picked up by Grenfeld. She drives, shoots, and scores. Evan Grenfeld scores on the seventh turnover on Morningside. Now Hastings College has got the lead. This is the way all these games go between these two schools. Morningside and Hastings, a seesaw battle. 25-23 is the score. Hastings is... 
Out on top here in the ballgame. They get it inside to Gill. Back out to a Mitchell for three. Shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Schmidt. Schmidt flips it away to a Taylor Beacom down here in the baseline. Double teamed again. Down to Schmidt. Back out to Grenfeld. Entry pass inside to Grasso. Wheels in the lane. Her shot is up there. No good. Grasso gets her own ball back. Back out to Emma here at the top of the key. Left side to Schmidt. Down in the corner to Beacom again for three. Shot is up there. No good. Rebound Alexandra Gill from Morningside. The Mustangs have the ball. Morningside trailing by a couple of points here. 25-23. Gill has got the ball now. She goes up against uh, Harper Sheets and her shot is up there and in. Gill scores and now Hastings wants to call a timeout as the score is tied again at 25 points apiece. A timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd in Hastings. 3.55 to play in the second quarter. Hastings 25, Morningside 25. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, we're tied up at 25 points apiece. Under four minutes to go here in the second quarter. Hastings in Morningside here this afternoon. Broncos have the ball. They lob it inside to Sheets. She mishandles the ball and it's picked up here by Morningside. The second turnover on Hastings. Mitchell has got it now. Sierra Mitchell down in the corner. Out of the wing to Hanson. Comes across the top. That's going to be Molly with it now. Molly moves it down in the baseline. Back out on top to Peppers. Shot is up there for three. Good. Sophia Peppers knocking down a uh, three-pointer there for Morningside. And now the Mustangs have a three-point lead. It is 28-25. Neither team able to break away from one another here in this ballgame. There's a pass by Grenfeld that's going to be intercepted. Third turnover on Hastings. Hansen has got the ball now for Morningside. Nice pass underneath the basket. And the shot is up and in. That's Gill. Alexandra Gill has scored three field goals here in the ball game. Now off of the bench, and Morningside has opened up a five-point lead over Hastings, 30-25. to Mustangs turning up the heat a little defensively here a little bit. Grenfell has got the ball. Lobs it inside down to Sheets. Her shot is up there and in. Offers Sheets scoring on a low block right side, 30-27. to Hastings down by three points. Here comes... Uh, Molly with the ball. She takes it on the right side of the lane. All the way to the basket. Her shot no good. Sheets with a rebound. Sheets gets it away to Grenfeld. Hustles back the other way for Hastings. 218 to play. Harper Sheets with the ball in three-point territory. Now to Grenfeld. Dribble penetration. Jump pass over here to Pancras for three. That's off of the mark. No good. Rebound tapped around and is picked up underneath the hole here by Sierra Mitchell. Mitchell comes back the other way. Right-handed dribble across the timeline. On the wing. Right side. Three-pointer. Bingo. Sierra Mitchell throws up a three. That's her first field goal in the ballgame. And Morningside now with their biggest lead in the ballgame. They've stretched it out to six points. 33-27 is the score. Minute and 47 seconds to go here in the first half. Here's Harper Sheets to Grasso. Shot is up there. Misses that one. Grasso grabs her own ball back. And then she's fouling the play. She tries to put her back up there. And the foul is going to go here on the Morningside. 
Tate Hansen picks up the foul. That's going to be your second. That's going to be team foul number three on the Mustangs here in the quarter. Grosso to the free throw line. Her shot is up there. It's good. Gabby Grosso, an 80% foul shooter on the season. She is 16 out of 20 from the free throw line. Grosso now with three points in the ballgame. Here comes a Holly Plumtree into the ballgame now for Hastings. Top of the free throw line by Grosso is going to be good. Willicott also comes in. But Hastings will go with Willicott and Plumtree. Also, uh, Pankratz is out there. Taylor Beacom and also Shandra Farmer for the final one minute and 30 seconds of this second quarter. 33-29 is the score. There's a Grace Meyer with the ball. Now to Jordan Moser. Moser picked up by Farmer here at the top of the key. Moser looking, looking. Finally gets it in the hands of Hop. She's going to be tied up in the play. And now a foul is going to be called. Pankratz got her hand in there, but missed a personal foul. Sophia now with a couple of fouls here in the ballgame. That's going to be the second team foul called on the Broncos here in this second quarter. So no free throws. Morningside will play things in from underneath their own basket. They come out here to hop out in three-point territory. Sydney dribbles once. Hands it away to Sierra Mitchell. Mitchell, it's a back to hop here at the top of the key. Drives it down the right side of the lane to the basket. She goes, and her shot good. Sydney Hop now with 12 points in the ball game for Morningside, 35-29. Morningside again has got a six-point lead here in this one. There's a Pankratz with the ball. Now to a Taylor Beacom. Now to Sandra Farmer. Farmer sends it back over to Pankratz. Right side of the wing over here to Taylor Beacom. Entry pass is intercepted. Intercepted here by uh, Morningside. On the left sideline is a Jordan Mosier. Mosier now to Peppers in a lane traveling violation. Eight turnovers on Morningside so far in this ball game. Hastings has been hit by... Uh, five turnovers at this point. Broncos will have the ball here with 37.8 seconds to play in the second quarter. Morningside has got the lead, 35-29. Hastings with the ball. Chandra Farmer comes over here to Pankratz. Pankratz dribbling with the ball out here. Gives it away to a Taylor Beacom. She takes off, drives it down the left side of the lane. She is hit, and the foul is going to be called. Foul here is going to go on uh, Grace Meyer of Morningside. That's going to be her second foul. That's going to be team foul number four on the Mustangs. No free throws there. Hastings will play things in. Baseline right side underneath their own basket. Chandra Farmer has got the ball. Chandra Farmer out here in the three-point territory. Looks at the clock now. 13 seconds to go. Hastings spreads the floor. Farmer has got it. Goes over here to Beacom on the wing. Now to Farmer. Six seconds. Farmer goes in a high post to Plumtree. Her shot from 17. Good. Holly Plumtree scores, and that's going to be the end of the first half of play here. So we were tied up at 19 points apiece after the first quarter, and Morningside is going to have the lead here at halftime. It's Morningside 35, Hastings 31. You're listening to Bronco Basketball on 1230 KHS. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 
Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. All right, back here at Lynn Ferrell Arena, the Osborne Sports Complex, Women's College Basketball here this afternoon. Morningside has got the lead over Hastings. The score is 35-31. to 31. Here at the break, Morningside had a seven-point lead in the first quarter at 14-7 before the Broncos went on a 7 to nothing run to tie it up at 14 points apiece. We were tied up at 16, and again tied up at 19 at the end of the first quarter. Morningside again opened up a lead in the second quarter at 33-27, and at 35-29, Hastings hitting a, a two-point field goal from Ali Plumtree there at the end of the Second quarter to pull within four at 35-31. to 31. Get you the halftime stats. They're brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Morningside in the first half, they hit 13 out of 30 from the field. That is 43%. Hastings was 33%. They were 10 out of 30 Morningside, three out of eight on three-pointers. That is 37%. Hastings, only two out of 11 from beyond the arc. That is 18%. Morningside from the free-throw line was six out of six. Hastings was nine out of 12 for 75%. Rebounds, Morningside has got 23. Hastings has got 15. Morningside has got six offensive rebounds and 17 on defense. Hastings College has got five offensive rebounds and ten on defense. Hastings has turned them all over nine times so far here in the basketball game. Morningside has been hit with six turnovers. No block shots and three steals for Morningside. Two block shots and seven steals for Hastings College. As far as the rebounds are concerned, Mackenzie Willicott's got three to lead the way for Hastings College. Also with three rebounds is Gabby Grasso, leading rebounders for Morningside so far. Sydney Hupp, she has got four. Skylar Snyder also with four rebounds for Morningside. And then Alexandra Gill came out for the best to grab five rebounds for head coach Jamie Sale. Scoring so far in this ballgame, Broncos are being led by Chandra Farmer. She's got seven points in the ballgame, but five of those have come from the free throw line. 
Farmer's got a field goal, and she is five out of six from the free throw line. Other scores for Hastings. We see Taylor Beacom has got five points on a three-pointer and a two-pointer. Gabby Grosso has got a field goal, and she's two out of two from the free throw line. She's got four. Mackenzie Willicott also with four points on a field goal, two of two of the line. Three points for Caitlin Schmidt on a three-pointer. A bunch of people with two points apiece. Emma Grenfeld with a field goal. Harper Sheets with a field goal. Kennedy Sander with a field goal. Holly Plumtree with a field goal for Hastings. Waiting the way for Morningside so far is Sydney Hopp. She has got 12 points in the ballgame. She's got six field goals. Alexandra Gill has got six points. Caitlin Burke has got two. Skylar Snyder has got four. Sophia Peppers has got three. Grace Meyer has got three. Sierra Mitchell has got three. And Jordan Moser has got two. Racing's trailing Morningside here. Women's College basketball to score at the break is Morningside 35 and he sings 31. Take a break. When we come back, Mike Spataro, he'll join us next with He Sings College Spotlight. You're listening to Bronco Basketball on 1230 KHS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Mike Spataro here for 1230 KHS, and I'm joined by Travis Wiesel, who is the president over at Hastings College. Travis, thank you for coming in today. It's always great to be here. Love to talk about Hastings College. Yes, and that's exactly what we are going to talk about. Some of the uh, new things, you you have referred to it a couple times uh, to me now as Hastings College 2.0. Let's uh, review the new initiatives you guys are implementing here in the future. Yeah, we're, we really are calling it Hastings 2.0 because the, uh, the dialogue around campus over the last year has been, what's the next best version of Hastings College? And in particular, we know that this is a place that has deep traditions, has great ethos of serving students and being part of this community. But we also recognize that in the 21st century, uh, the marketplace is changing. Student needs are changing. The world is changing. And how can how can Hastings College, in many ways, keep that deep ethos, but begin to transform ourselves and, and to meet that changing uh, that changing piece of the marketplace? So we really we really wanted to talk about you know looking at three particular things with an overarching umbrella of of student engagement. But uh, but really we have a we have a wonderful travel initiative where all students will go abroad during their second year. Uh, we have a technology initiative where both in the classrooms and then to students will be giving out iPads to all of our students and working with technology in a variety of ways. And in the third one, we've taken a deep dive into our calendar and our curriculum. So really looking at the ways in which we deliver, uh, we deliver classes and deliver, deliver our courses over the, over the 16 week semester and how we might want to think of students looking and, and working within that, within that framework. So let's start with the first initiative you talked about, the uh, travel program. Uh, let's expand a little bit more on that. Yeah, so so the conversation that really evolved was uh, what what would it be like if every student could go abroad? And uh, and really what was what was prompting that was that for many on our campus, uh, and, and I think sort of our, of our faculty and our staff that had had the opportunity to go abroad, we knew that this was one of the most life changing experiences. And then and then some of our students who had been able to be abroad similarly it had a deep impact on them. But as but as we began to really think about it, I said, well, what what could what 
could this look like if every student had the opportunity? And and it was well, really, could we do that? And then and then through some some wonderful philanthropic support, we were able to to really consider this. And so, beginning in fall of 2019, every sophomore student, really during their second year, will have the opportunity to go abroad. We're looking really right now at kind of what we're calling anchor trips. So two two primary destinations, likely to be one in Ireland, another one in France, where the bulk of our students will go. But we also know that there may be some specific trips that may be revolved around a class or a topic, some things that faculty might want to do and that those might vary from year to year. And whenever you talk to students who have traveled abroad for at least a semester, they always talk about how they wouldn't trade that experience for anything. And it's always something that's kind of eye-opening. It's kind of something that uh, gets you out there in the world, gets you out of your comfort zone as well. Is this Absolutely. kind of the line you guys were thinking along? Absolutely. I mean, it's one, it's one of these things where you, if you think about, uh, you know, to prepare students into the 21st century, I think they're going to have to have a great understanding of the world, right? That means that they can absolutely bring that perspective back to the local. We want them to be in Nebraska, of Nebraska, for Nebraska. And yet we think of, of Nebraska as this really vital place. And, and to have our students go out and be able to see the world, see different perspectives, understand those things, and really then to bring them back into their own, into their own lives. That's that's an incredibly powerful experience. Yes, I would agree. And that's a great initiative you guys are doing. All three of these are great, actually. The second one is even really cool as well. Um, giving a iPad to every student. Yeah. So so a couple things that were really part of the dialogue there. One is the uh, the world in which our students have grown up is, is one where the internet has always existed, where the digitized world has always existed, music, content. So really things kind of at their fingertips. And, and that the way in which they engage to the world and to each other is is through is through usually some kind of device. But if we think about the device not really as a as a as a proxy for learning, it's not taking the place of learning, but it's but it's a deep connective tool from students to content, students to students, students to faculty. It's really one of these tools that we think can can be a game changer in terms of how students are learning. I think the other piece then that we thought about was, but it, but if we think about giving this to everyone, then Every student has this, and it completely changes the opportunity for our faculty to teach every student. And frankly, it also gives us the opportunity to, to bring down some costs. As odd as it may sound, you know, the way to turn to digitized books, digitized content instead of the standard books and bookstore, how that works, we, we actually think this is going to save our students some money. And it'll save them weight on their backs. Completely, right? <laughs> They'll be able to do this. It really is fascinating to watch our students engage with, with iPads and, and digital technology because it really is the, the kind of keeper of all things that are, that are dear for them. And, uh, yeah, we think this is going to be a really powerful tool. And I think when you have – this is just my opinion, obviously, but I think it brings the whole experience to a more personal level because you have it on your – device. You don't have to go flipping through three Absolutely. different big books Absolutely. and everything. So I think that's another great initiative to keep the uh, students engaged Absolutely. in learning. Absolutely. It, it kind of keeps everything right there. And one of the things we've started to talk about, too, is this this notion of if we know students are going to be with technology, how do we get them from day one to create a kind of digital digital portfolio of their experience? What I As I talk to CEOs of companies, as I talk to, to, to others that are working in bigger corporations, you know, what they're really saying is the old resume is is, is really not as, as powerful. It's not as influential. What they really want to see is what a student might have done and accomplished and to do this in a variety of ways. So imagine a student being able to take their iPad, having a digital portfolio of all their work and their experiences and being able to show that to a potential employer. Uh, that Again, this is, this is the way of the world and, and uh, we want to be able to support our students this way. Yes. And then the, the, the other new thing you guys have going on is a, a block schedule that is 
pretty unique to Hastings College. I think it's unique to higher education in America. If you, uh, I, as we looked at this, um, and, it, and it really evolved from a conversation around how do students learn best. And, and frankly, uh, the notion of a semester and a student taking four or five classes over the course of a semester, this reaches back 100 to 150 years. It's an old agrarian calendar, and it says, here, here's the things that you need to learn best and consume information over this agrarian calendar. But that's not what students of the 21st century do. Uh, as I've said too many times, we, we have a Netflix generation. We want to say that students don't engage. Well, they do engage, but they want to do it in a, in a, in a more intense way and in a way that, that really sort of meets their needs and meets their schedules. So we began to look at what, would, what could some alternative calendars be? And what we landed on ultimately was taking the 16 weeks and dividing it up into blocks. So each semester having a seven-week block, another seven-week block, and then a two-week block. And the way to really think about these things is that during a two-week block, a student would have a deep, immersive experience. So it could be independent research, could be travel abroad. That's, that's primarily where we'll do our travel abroad initiative. Um, it could be job shadow. It could be a lot of different things, but it's saying, let's immerse you into something deeply for a couple of weeks without the distractions of something else. And then during the seven weeks, what might be the opportunity for a student, instead of taking four courses, to actually only take one or two courses. And if we do this, they can deeply connect the material. And frankly, it allows our, our professors, our faculty, as opposed to teaching four or five courses over a semester, during a time period of seven weeks, they might only have one class. Being able to connect deeply to students with just one class, 25 students, as opposed to 100 students over four classes, again, I think this is going to be a completely different way of thinking about this. And as I said, I think we're the only ones in the country that are doing this. This is part one of our two-part conversation with Travis Fiesel, the president of Hastings College. We'll have part two for you during the men's game at halftime. The Halftime Show is brought to you by Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, the second half is underway. Sydney Hump taking the first shot there from Morningside and misses. Hastings with a rebound at the other end. There's a long range jumper by Schmidt from three that it's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Grunfeld for Hastings. Down to Sander, down low to Willicott. Shot good and she's fouling the play. So Hastings getting the field goal from Mackenzie Willicott and she is fouling the play here. That's going to be Skyler Snyder picking up the personal foul from Morningside. That's going to be your second. Team foul number one on the Mustangs. Hastings now trailing 35-33. Shot from the free throw line up there and in by 
McKenzie sends a three-point play, and bam, just like that, Hastings College is back to within one point. 35-34, just underway. Women's College basketball here in the second half. Sydney Hupp has got the ball. She hits six field goals in the first half. Here's Snyder with it now, dribbling it down the left side of the lane. Ball knocked loose. She picks it back up. Out to Mosier. Pass back out on top to Mitchell. She drives it. It's going to be up there no good. Rebound comes down to Farmer. Chandra Farmer runs her back the other way. Right-handed dribble into the offensive zone for Hastings. The Broncos down by one. Farmer dribbles inside. Ten-footers up there short. No good. Rebound comes down to Hop. Hop gets it for Morningside. Outlet pass comes to the near side to Jordan Mosier. Now we get a two to the whistle. We get a foul. As uh, they brought the ball back in the offensive zone, that's Kennedy Sander picking up the foul for Hastings. That's going to be her second. Team foul number one on Hastings here in the third quarter of play. 35-34, Hastings down by one point here. Sidney Hupt has got the ball out here in three-point territory. Gives it away to Mosier. Mosier spins inside the free-throw circle. Mosier trying to get rid of it. Mosier does. Her pass is going to be intercepted and then uh, lost out of bounds there by Emma Grunfeld of Hastings. Emma got her hands on it. And now Morningside will have to play it in off of the far side with 20 seconds left in the shot clock. 35-34. Hastings down by one point here in women's college basketball. Got the men's game coming up next. Here on 1230 KHIS, there's Mosier. Her shot from 10 is up there and no good. Rebound comes down to Mosier. Mosier's going to take it three. Her shot good. Jordan Mosier knocks down a uh, three ball. That's her first field goal in the ball game. She's now got five points in Morningside. Back out on top by four, 38-34. There's a Farmer with the ball now for Hastings College. Farmer goes over here to Grenfell. Down on the baseline, Willicott shot's going to be blocked down. Hupp gets the block. The ball is recovered by uh, Skyler Snyder for uh, Morningside. Driving back the other way. Her scoop shot is up there, no good. And she is fouled in the play here. Fouled here by uh, Sander. That's going to be the third foul now on, on Kennedy Sander. And Skyler Snyder will go to the free throw line. Harper Sheets quickly comes down to the scores table. She will check in. Stop of the free throw line is going to be no good there by Snyder. She'll get one more. There comes Sheets into the ball game. Kennedy Sander will check out. Hastings down by four points here in the third quarter, 38-34. Next shot is up there. It's good. But now it's 39-34. This is going to be uh, knocked out of bounds there. Hastings will play things in. Bronco basketball for you today here on 1230 KHIS and also online at HastingsLink.com. Despite the stormy conditions, we've got a men's, women's basketball doubleheader here this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings in Morningside, all four teams nationally ranked this week. There's a shot from the Three-point circle by Sandra Farmer. That's going to be good. Farmer's got nine points in the ball game, but that's only her second field goal of the ball game. And Hastings going toe-to-toe with the eighth-ranked team in the country. Morningside here today, 39-37 is the score. Skyler Snyder driving the ball to the basket. Her shot is up there. It's going to be no good. She gets her own rebound, and she's going to be tied up in the play. And now, no, it's going to be a foul called. Hastings thought they had the uh, jump ball call. They're going to have a personal foul instead on Harper Sheets. Harper picks up her first personal foul. Team foul number three on Hastings here in this third quarter. Morningside plays it in. Hup gets it now to Sierra Mitchell. Out on top to a Mosier. 
Mosier drives it against Farmer, runs into a lot of traffic down there, loses the ball out of bounds. Last touchdown there by Hastings. So it's going to be Morningside playing it in, baseline left side underneath their own basket. Sierra Mitchell looking to inbound. She does out here to a hump. Out in three-point territory. Sydney Hump, she works there against the Harper Sheets. Now the ball is lost and it's picked up here by Hastings College. That's a Chandler Farmer. That's going to be turnover number nine on Morningside here in the ballgame. Willicott from the baseline, her shot no good. Halfway down and it pops out of there. And the rebound comes down to Mitchell for Morningside. Sierra Mitchell gets it down to Mosier. Mosier brings it back to uh, Snyder over there on the wing. Bounce pass goes inside. Nice pass down to Huff. There's not going to be blocked down. Blocked down. The ball is recovered by Hastings College. That's uh, is Caitlin Schmidt who comes into the forecourt. Goes over to uh, Grenfelder. Shot for three is going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Grace Meyer of Morningside. Meyer gets it away now to uh, Jordan Mosier. She drives it to the basket. The ball swatted away. The scramble is on. Jump ball is going to be called. Arrow pointing in favor of Hastings, so the Broncos will get it on the Morningside turnover. Ten turnovers now on Morningside here in the ballgame. Here comes uh, Caleb Burke into the ballgame now. Maddie Molly coming into the ballgame as well for uh, Morningside. 39-37 is the score. Hastings... Down by two points with the Broncos on the ball. There's a Shandra Farmer bringing it back into the offensive zone. Stops at the free throw line. Goes down to Sheets. The Farmer now for three shots. Up there. It's good. Shandra Farmer nails a three ball. She's now got 13. And the Broncos come back to grab the lead here in the third quarter. 40-39 to 39 Hastings. Five minutes and 40 seconds to play here in the period. That's uh, Burke with the ball. Leaves it out on top to Gill. Gill gets it to Sierra Mitchell for three. Shot is off of the back iron. No good. Rebound comes down to Sheets of Hastings. Harper Sheets gets it now to Farmer. She hustles back the other way for Hastings. Sandra Farmer with the ball. Stomps out here in three-point territory. Good defense there by Sierra Mitchell of Morningside. They go over on the far side to uh, Sophia Pankratz. Down to uh, Caitlin Schmidt over here for Hastings. Schmidt. Gets it to Farmer, out to Pankratz. Now to Grasso at the free throw line. Her jumper is up there, and the foul is going to be called. Sarah Mitchell picks up the personal foul. That's going to be her first. Team foul number two on the Mustangs. Five minutes and five seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings out on top of Morningside by a score of 40-39. to 39. Mustangs went into Seward on Wednesday night and beat the number one ranked team, Concordia, by the score of 84 to 75. That broke a 40 game winning streak for the Bulldogs. Hastings going right with his team here. Grosso misses on the first shot from the free throw line. The second one is up there and in. Grosso has now got five points in the ballgame. Hastings has a two point lead now. 41 to 39. The leads have been far and in between here for Hastings here in this ballgame. Morning side again has problems with it down in the baseline. It's swatted out of bounds. Tree comes into the ball game now for Hastings. Here comes Beacom back into the contest. Hastings had a 3-2 advantage and a 5-2 advantage in the first quarter. Hastings had uh, a lead of 25-23 in the second quarter. Other than that, Morningside has basically controlled this game until now. There's a driving scoop shot. It's going to be up there and in by Sierra Mitchell. 
And now we're tied up at 41 points apiece here in the third quarter with four minutes and 40 seconds to play. There's Andrew Farmer with the ball for Hastings to Beacom. Now to Farmer, a deep three shot right down through the hole. Andrew Farmer hits the three. She's got 16. And now Jamie Sale wants to call a timeout for Morningside. Timeout Morningside brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill of Hastings. They invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, the home of NFL and college football. 431 to play third quarter. Hastings 44, Morningside 41. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. All right, side pounds the ball inside to Gill. She has it knocked out of her hands. It's picked up here by Hastings. Broncos have a three-point lead, 44-41. We're in the third quarter. Pankratz moves it to the right side of the lane. Comes over here. It's a farmer. Now top of the key. Pankratz for three. Shot good. Pankratz nails a three-pointer, and Hastings with their biggest lead in the ball game now at 47-41. The Broncos have scored the last six points here. There's Sierra Mitchell with the ball. Mitchell takes it in the lane. Her shot is up there and in. Nice move by Sierra Mitchell of Morningside. She's got seven in the game. 47-43 is the score. Hastings with a four-point lead. Broncos on the ball. Here's Pankratz. Free throw line extended right side. Comes out between the circles. Now to Farmer. Chandra Farmer dribbling with the ball here for Hastings around his screen from Grasso. Farmer taking it down the lane, spins in the paint, puts up an off-balance shot. It's up there, no good, and she's fouled in the play. Personal foul is going to be called here on Molly of Morningside. That's going to be her first. Team foul number three on the Mustangs here in this quarter. But going to the free throw line is going to be Chandra Farmer again for Hastings College. Her shot is up there. It's perfect. They'll get one more. Farmer's now got 17 in the ballgame. That matches her performance from Wednesday night. But she put up 17 in Fremont against Midland. Big shot is up there. It's going to be good by Farmer. He's now 7 out of 9 from the free throw line today. And the Broncos, again, have a 6-point lead at 49-43. to There's Morningside with the ball. Morningside pounds it in to Gill. She gets it away to Burke. Ball's going to be stripped away from her and is picked up by Plumtree. Turnover number 11 now on Morningside. Here comes uh, Pankratz back for Hastings. Drives it down the right side of the lane. Pankratz, 200 pass out to Farmer for three. He's shot up there. No good. Battle for the rebound. He's loose on the baseline and is picked up here by Morningside. Gill has got the ball. Gill, not a molly. Hustles down the near sideline. Lob pass inside. Shot up and in. Gill. Alexandra Gill scoring there, and that's her fourth field goal. She's got eight points. Hastings down with a four-point lead, 49-45, with two minutes and 35 seconds to play. Here in the third quarter from the Osborne Sports Complex this afternoon. Sandra Farmer with the ball, and now we've got a, an offensive foul out here, an illegal screen set up by a Willicott out here in three-point territory. They call the illegal screen. Third foul on Willicott. That's going to be team foul number four. On Hastings. 
Here comes uh, Grenfell into the ball game now as Farmer will come to the bench. Two minutes and 27 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings holding on to a four-point advantage. It's 49-45. to 45. Here's Morningside with the ball in her offensive end. Mitchell throws up a three or shot. No good. Rebound Gill. Gill throws it down in the corner to Burke. They reset the offense. The pass comes out to a Molly. Molly now to Burke here on the left side of the lane. Down in the corner. That's going to be Gill with the ball. Gill looks to get rid of it. She does to Hanson. Hanson lobs it inside. The ball's going to be intercepted. Intercepted by Plumtree. A turnover on Morningside. Hastings has got the ball with a minute and 52 seconds to play now. Here in the third quarter, Broncos have a four-point advantage at 49-45. to Plumtree at the top of the circle, puts it on the floor, takes it down the right side of the lane, stops. Plumtree has to get rid of it. She does to Beacom. Beacom goes over to Willicott. Baseline jumper from 10, won't go. Burke with a rebound, it's stripped away. Picked up by Pankratz of Hastings. Pankratz gets it out here to Emma Grenfeld. Grenfeld down to the top of the key to Willicott. To Pankratz on the wing on the left side, brings it around his screen. Down the right side of the lane to the goal. And shot no good. She was decked. No foul called. Rebound comes down to Gill. Gill into the court. Now to Mitchell. Mitchell on the break here for Morningside. And shot blocked down by Grenfell. Out of bounds. Grenfell blocks the attempted shot there by Sierra Mitchell. It's out of bounds. Morningside will play things in. Baseline right side. Underneath their own basket with a minute and 10 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Mitchell for three. Shot is up there. No good. Rebound comes down to the Stangs. Hanson has got it. Her shot's partially deflected. The ball is loose and is picked up by Farmer on the baseline. Or there, Grenfeld on the baseline. Here comes Emma Grenfeld back with the ball now for Hastings College back into the offensive zone. Hastings with a four-point lead, 49-45. to High post, that's Plumtree with the ball. Plumtree drives it against Gill. Shot is up there. No good. Rebound comes down here to Peppers for Morningside. Peppers gets it to Molly. Left-handed dribble across the mid-court strike. Molly holds the ball against Grenfeld. Molly goes to Peppers at the top of the key. Lobs it inside. The ball tipped away from Hanson. Hastings has the ball. Ball is picked up there by Pankrantz, who gets it into the hands of Grenfeld. And then the foul call in backcourt. Sierra Mitchell picks up the foul. That's going to be her second. Team foul number four on the Mustang. So things heating up here a little bit as they head to the Wire, 24.7 seconds to play in the third quarter. Hastings with the lead over Morningside, 49-45 to is the score. Broncos will inbound it here in backcourt. Sandra Farmer back into the ball game now. Farmer has got the ball. Farmer walks it across the 10-second line. Hastings will go for the final shot now in this third quarter. We're down to 10 seconds to go. Top of the key, this is going to be... Grosso with it now. Grosso gives it back to Farmer, and she's going to be fouled in the play. She's going to be fouled in the play here by uh, Tate Hansen. That's going to be her third personal foul. Team foul number five on the Mustangs, and now Hastings will get some free throws. And our best foul shooter in the team, Chandra Farmer, goes to the free throw line for Hastings. Farmer's free throw is good. Farmer is... Now eight out of nine from the free throw line. Next one is up there. It is good. Farmer's got 20 points in the ball game, and Hastings has a six-point lead. Here's a shot from half court. It's going to be no good, and that's the end of three quarters. Hastings is battled back here, and the Broncos will take a six-point lead into the final period. 
Three quarters in the books. Women's college basketball action here this afternoon. We'll take a break with the score. Morningside trailing Hastings. It's Hastings 51, Morningside 45. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited, and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile, and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, we start the fourth and final quarter of women's college basketball. Morningside trailing Hastings. The score is 51 to 45. Morningside with the opening possession here. On the quarter, they throw it out on top. Molly has got the ball. Molly takes it to the elbow on the right side, reverses it, gets it to Hump for three. Shot good. Sidney Hump scoring there at three pointers. He's got 15 in the ball game. And the Hastings College lead is down three at 51 to 48. Here's a farmer with the ball. Farmer goes over here to Sander, who's back into the ball game. To Gabby Grasso, down to Grenfell at the free throw line, takes it down the lane. Shot high off of the window is going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Peppers. Peppers has got it now for Morningside. Gets it into the hands of Molly. She'll take it into the offensive zone down the right sideline. Molly penetrates there against Farmer. Throws up a shot. It's no good. Sander with the rebound. Sander to Farmer. Long pass down the floor to Schmidt. Shot is up there. No good. Rebound Schmidt. Schmidt has got it for Hastings. Out to Sander. Comes across the top. That's going to be Farmer with the ball. Farmer on the dribble. Moves it to the left side. Reverses the ball to Grasso inside to Sander. And the foul is going to be called. Personal foul is going to be called here on Hop of Morningside. That's going to be her second foul. Team foul number one of the Mustangs here in the fourth quarter. 8.46 to play in the game. Hastings with a lead over Morningside, 51-48. to Broncos have the ball. This is Farmer with it now around the screen. Now she drives into the hole. and shot. It's up there. Good. Sandra Farmer now with 22 in the ball game for Hastings, and the Broncos have a five-point lead. 53 to 48. Here's a Peppers with the ball. Peppers on a deep wing. Hands it away over there on the right side. They get it out to a Molly now. Molly takes it down in the deep left corner. Grenfeld right on her face defensively. Out here in the wing. Back down on the left side. That's going to be Molly with the ball. He's still in the man-to-man. Molly circles around, spins in the lane, puts it up there left-handed and scores. Nice move to the basket there by Maddie Molly. That's her first field goal. On this ball game. Here comes Hastings back the other way. That's a Farmer, and she's going to be fouled in the play. She goes tumbling out of bounds. Farmer is fouled. That's going to be a foul here on Morningside. Taylor Rodenberg picking up the personal foul. The uh, freshman out there now for 
The Mustangs seeing her first playing time of the day. Down from the free throw line is up there and in by Farmer. She is now 10 out of 11 from the free throw line here today. Farmer has got 23 points in the ballgame. Her season high this year was 27 that she put up against Dakota Wesleyan a couple of weeks ago. But the Gordon Palace, big shot is up there. It is good by Sandra Farmer. Hastings has a five-point lead. Broncos 55 and Morningside 50. Got the men's game coming up next between 19th-ranked Hastings and 2nd-ranked Morningside. Here this afternoon, there's a Skyler Snyder, fakes the three, dribbles inside, throws it down on the baseline, and the shot is up and in. That's Tate Hansen. Hansen scoring on the easy field goal just to the right of the basket. 55-52, Hastings with a three-point lead. Sandra Farmer with the ball, hesitates, drives inside, spins, fakes, now dumps it off to Grosso. Shot is up there, no good, but she's found in the play. Farmer got deep in the lane and dishes off there to Grosso, and she's found in the play there by Mosier. Now Gabby Grosso will go to the free throw line here for Hastings. Grosso's got five points in the ball game. Her shot is up there. It's good. She's now four out of six from the free throw line here today. There's Sander coming out of the ball game now for Hastings. Coming in for the Broncos is going to be Sheets. Grosso's next free throw is up there. It's good. So she hits a pair of free throws. She's now got seven. And the Bronco lead is now five points again at 57 to 52. Trying to keep... The Mustangs at bay here this afternoon. There's a Snyder with the ball dribbling it to the hole. Her shot is up there. It's no good, and she's going to be fouled in a play. Skyler Snyder will now go to the free throw line. Harper Sheets is going to be hit with a personal foul. That's going to be the second one on Sheets. So Skyler Snyder will go to the free throw line here for Morningside. Snyder has got five points in the ball game thus far. Her shot is up there. It's going to be good. He is now four out of five from the free throw line. Snyder had 17 on Wednesday when Concordia lost to these Morningside Mustangs by the score of 84 to 75. Snyder hits the uh, second free throw and is now a 57 to 54 ball game. Hastings College has got a three-point lead. Broncos have the ball. Here's Farmer. Comes out here now to Schmidt. Back to Farmer on the wing on the left side. Farmer gets it to Grasso. Grosso puts it on the floor, dribbles down the right side of the lane, bounce pass down to Beacom. Her shot for three is up there. It's going to be no good from the corner. And the ball goes up over the glass out of play. And it's going to be Morningside basketball. Bronco basketball brought to you in part today by Five Points Bank of Hastings, by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, by Hastings Family Medical Center, Hastings Tribune, the Hastings Community Care PC, and by the Hastings College Foundation. 57-54. There's a three-pointer from Snyder is up there in and out. No good. And the rebound comes down here to Grenfeld. Six and a half to play. Hastings 57. Morningside 54. Grenfeld having problems with the dribble. She has it taken away. Stolten at the 10-second line. Now to Snyder. Puts it up there. Shot good. Hastings turns it over. That's their 10th turnover in the ball game. And that one results in points. Morningside is back to within one. 57-56. Here's Beacom, 10-footer, good. Taylor Beacom now with seven points in the ballgame. Four he sings and is now a 59-56 ball game. Broncos have a three-point lead. There's a Jordan Moser with the ball. Moves it to the left side. Now drives it all the way to the basket. Her layup is no good. Rebound, he sings, and a foul is going to be called. Foul is going to go on Sidney Hupp. That's going to be her third. 
Hastings hitting 35% for the ball game right now, 17 out of 48. Morningside is hitting 39% of their field goals. They are 21 out of 53. Tight ball game. We got a tight score, too, 59-56. Hastings with a three-point lead. Broncos with the ball. Taylor Beacom. Beacom's pass is going to be deflected. The scramble is on in the lane. We got a jump ball called. Arrow is playing in favor of Hastings, so the uh, Broncos maintain control here. Hastings will play things in. Baseline left side underneath their own basket. 17 seconds left in the shot clock. 5.33 to play in the game. Hastings with a three-point lead over Morningside. 59-56. There's a long-range jumper for three. Good. Caitlin Schmidt knocks down a three ball. And the Broncos have a six-point lead. 62-56 with 5.20 to play here in the ballgame. Snyder, right side of the lane, puts up a shot. No good. Rebound comes down here to Willicott. Willicott now to Emma Grenfeld. Emma brings it across the midcourt stripe with a right-handed dribble. Flips it away now. That's going to be Schmidt with the ball. Schmidt back down to Grenfeld. Back inside. That's going to be Harper Sheets. She kind of wheels on the low block. Loses control, but it goes out of bounds. Turnover on Hastings. Broncos now with 11 turnovers here in the ballgame. Beacom comes out. Here comes Farmer back into the ballgame. 62-56. Hastings is out on top here as we uh, move past the five-minute mark in quarter number four. Morningside has got the ball over here. On the right side, they get it to a hop. Hop moves it over to a Snyder. Free throw line extended left side. She throws it in the lane. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted here by Grenfeld. That's going to be turnover number 13 on Morningside. Farmer has got the ball. Out on top, that's going to be Harper Sheets. Now to Farmer. To Schmidt. Three-pointer up there. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound comes down to Jordan Mosier of Mustang for the Mustangs. Jordan Mosier, left-handed dribble. Here comes Morningside. Back in their offensive end. Tate Hansen has got the ball to the far sideline to Snyder. Now to Sierra Mitchell looking to penetrate. Can't do it against Farmer. Rainbow pass goes down into deep left corner. They get it to Mosier. Now back inside. There's Huff and a lot of contact, and the foul is going to be called. Up goes up with a shot, a little spinning move off the baseline. Willicott gets hit with a personal foul. That's going to be the fourth foul now on the McKenzie Willicott of Hastings. Going to the free throw line is going to be Sidney Huff of Morningside. She has got 15 in the game. Her shot is up there. It's going to be good. That's her first free throw of the day. Free throws right now. Hastings, 9 out of 10 so far in this ball game. Morningside is 19 out of 23. 62-57. Hastings with a lead. Next shot is up there. It is good by Hupp as she cans a couple of free throws. Morningside back to within four points, 62-58. to 58. Four minutes to play here in this one. Chandra Farmer has got the ball. Farmer works out on top against the Jordan Mosier. She's covered up. Farmer has to get rid of it. Now it's going to be stripped away. Snyder has got the ball, and then she can't catch up with it. It goes out of bounds. They get the ball to Hastings. Tyler Snyder knocked the ball away. She came uh, from the blind side on Sandra Farmer and jarred the ball loose, but then it goes trickling out of bounds. Snyder couldn't grab it, and Hastings will get uh, the advantage. They'll get to play things in. 14 seconds left on the shot clock. Morningside didn't have possession of the ball, so the shot clock does not reset. Hastings will have it here. Ten seconds on the shot clock as she 
Gets it into the forecourt. Farmer has got it now to Willicott. She dumps her down low to Grosso. It's mishandled there and is picked up by Morningside. Long pass down the floor. It's right on by Snyder out of bounds. So they forced a turnover on the Hastings end, but then Morningside turns her over, coming back the other direction. 62-58. Hastings is out on top by four points, trying to hang on here. The Broncos sitting at 7-3 on the season. 3-2 and two in the conference. Morningside has lost only once this year. 7-1. and one. They're 5-1 and one in conference play. There's the ball. It's going to be deflected away from Willicott. And the ball is going to be picked up here by Huff. Turnover on Hastings. Here comes uh, Morningside back with the ball. That's going to be uh, Jordan Mosier with it now. Mosier to the right sideline. And Snyder bombs away for three. Shot good. Skyler Snyder hits a three ball there from Morningside. She's got 12 points in the ball game. And the Mustangs are back to within 1.62-61. They've got two minutes and 53 seconds to play. Beacom comes out to Farmer. Long range for three. Shot good. Farmer hits the three ball. And now we've got a timeout called here from Morningside. Two minutes and 46 seconds to play in the game. We'll take a break. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 2.46 to play in the game. Hastings 65, Morningside 61. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. All right, Hastings has got the lead over Morningside, 65-61. A match up of the 12th-ranked Broncos and the 8th-ranked Morningside Mustangs, the first of, I'm sure, several meetings between these two teams here this year. Hastings with a four-point advantage here in this First bidding, 65 to 61. Tate Hansen has got the ball from Morningside out to Sydney Hop. Hastings still in a man-to-man to Mosier. The pound the ball inside to Snyder. Shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Offensive rebound comes down to Sierra Mitchell. Morningside gets a second chance here with two and a half to play. There's a ball deflected by Farmer. It's picked up on the far sideline. Mosier has got the ball. Drives it inside. Nice pass to Hop. Then a foul is going to be called. Personal foul here will go. On Hastings, that's going to go on Emma Grenfell. That's going to be her second personal foul. That's going to be team foul number three on the Broncos here in the fourth quarter. Non-shooting situation. Morningside will play things in. Baseline right side underneath thrown basket. Mosier to Mitchell from the corner for three. Shot no good. Rebound Grasso. Gabby Grasso has got the ball. Hastings has it with 2.09 to play at a four-point lead. 65-61. Here comes Chandra Farmer walking the ball into the offensive zone. Farmer is tied her season high with 27 points in this basketball game today. Farmer goes over to Beacom, loses control of the ball. His scramble is on. Now a foul is going to be called out here near the 10-second line. Beacom is fouled in a play here. That's going to go on Sierra Mitchell. That's going to be her third. Team foul number five now on the Mustangs. That's going to send Hastings in the free throw line for the rest of the ball game. Taylor Beacom will go to the free throw line here for Hastings. She has not missed a free throw all year. 
She is three out of three from the free throw line. Shot is up there. The shot good. Bounces around there and finally decides to go down through the hole. Hastings with a five-point lead, 66-61. Next shot good. Taylor Beacom nails a couple of free throws, and Hastings back out to a six-point lead, 67-61 with a minute and 50 seconds to play. Skyler Snyder has got the ball now for the Morningside Mustangs. Snyder dribbling with the ball out here. Snyder, three-pointer, top of the key. Shot no good. Beacom with a rebound. Taylor Beacon runs it down the near sideline, back to the center of the floor. Hastings has a six-point lead in the basketball now with 90 seconds to play. There's a Farmer with the ball. Farmer goes over to a Taylor Beacom. Beacom being pressured over there by Snyder. Gets it back into the hands of Chandra Farmer out near the 10-second line. 10 seconds on the shot clock. Grosso has got the ball inside the free-throw circle. Throws up the shot. Good. Gabby Grosso scores. Hastings now leading by the score of 69-61 to 61 with 66 seconds to play. Traveling violation on Snyder. Turnover number 15 on Morningside, and now uh, Jamie Sale wants to call a timeout. Timeout, Morningside, a minute and five seconds to play in the game. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, the home of NFL and college football, located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. A minute and five seconds to play in the game. Hastings 69, Morningside 61. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. On the Morningside football team picked up a win today in the NAIA semifinals in St. Francis of Indiana, 34-28. For the Morningside football team, we knew they were good when we saw them here uh, a month or so ago and during the football season, and now they're going to be playing for the national championship here in a couple of weeks down in Daytona Beach. Morningside beats St. Francis today in football, 34-28 in overtime. The women's basketball team from Morningside trailing Hastings, though, at 69-61. We're past uh, a minute to go. Hastings with the ball. Grenfell is fouled out here near the 10-second line. Personal foul is going to be called on Sierra Mitchell. All these fouls will now result in free throws for Hastings. We've got the men's game coming up next here on 1230K. HAS, Hastings and Morningside, both teams ranked in the top 20 this week. Emma Grenfell to the free throw line. Her shot is up there, good. One out of three from the line now for Emma Grenfell. She's got three points in the ball game. Hastings with a nine-point lead, 70-61. to 61. Next one is up there, it is good. Biggest lead of the ball game for Hastings, it is 71-61. to 61. There's Mosier driving the ball in the basket. A shot no good. The ball tapped out. Grenfell grabs the ball for Hastings. Emma gets it in the hands of Farmer. Quickly into the offensive zone. Farmer heads to the far sideline now. Dribbling with the ball with 35 seconds to play. Hastings with a 10-point lead. 71-61. Farmer has the ball knocked loose. Farmer picks her back up here on the near sideline. The Grenfell and she can be fouled in the play here by Grace Meyer. 
Morningside has lost only one game all season long. That was a couple of weeks ago. They dropped one to Northwestern at home by the score of 91 to 66. That was back on the 17th of November. Down from the free throw line is up there and in by Emma Grenfell. She'll get one more. Hastings has an 11-point lead, 72-61. Next one is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Sydney Huff of Morningside. We're down to 20 seconds to go. Here's Sierra Mitchell driving the ball to the hole. Her shot is up there. No good. Rebound comes down to Grasso. Grasso gets it now to Farmer on the far side. Farmer dribbling with the ball. 10 seconds to play. Farmer brings it into the offensive zone. Hastings is going to win this, baby, as the time expires. Hastings, for the third straight game during the regular season, has knocked off Morningside. A big, big win for Hastings as the Broncos beat the team that beat the number one ranked team on Wednesday as this topsy-turvy Great Plains Athletic Conference season will continue. Hastings beats Morningside today in women's college basketball. They beat them by 11 points. Final score, Hastings 72, Morningside 61. Back with the final totals after this. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lynn Pearl Arena. Hastings College wins the women's ball game here today over the uh, Morningside Mustangs. Final score is 72-61. So Hastings will improve to eight wins and three losses on the season. The Broncos now sitting at 4-2 and two in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Hastings back into the conference race here. Morningside, they will drop to 8-2. and two, And Morningside will drop to five wins and two losses on the season in conference play. Morningside led the ball game throughout uh, much of the first, what, two and a half quarters of this thing. Morningside had the advantage at the end of the, actually we're tied at the end of the first quarter at 19-19. Then Morningside, uh, took control of the game. They had a 35-31 lead by halftime. Morningside had as much as a seven-point lead in the first 
quarter. Hastings quickly dispatched that as they went on a seven-to-nothing run. And again, we were tied up at 19-19 at halftime. Morningside had a lead again in the uh, second quarter. A couple of times of six points at 31-27, and at 35 to 29, Hastings was within four at halftime, 35 to 31. But the Broncos then got hot in the third quarter, eventually grabbed the lead at 40 to 39. We were tied up at 41 before Hastings went on a six to nothing run to go out on top of 47-41, and they didn't trail again for the rest of the ball game. Hastings had a 51 to 45 advantage after three, and then they go on to win, hitting some free throws down the stretch. Morningside turning the ball over a couple of times late. And Hastings able to knock off Morningside by the score of 72 to 61. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back and check the scoring as we continue with Bronco basketball coverage on 1230 KHS. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. Yeah, Hastings College wins the uh, women's ball game here this afternoon over Morningside. They're scoring 72 to 61. We'll get to the final numbers brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Hastings ended up shooting. 36% or check that 38% from the field here this afternoon. The Broncos were 20 out of 52 from the field for 38.5%. Hastings 8 out of 22 on three-pointers. That is 36%. And uh, Hastings was 24 out of 29 from the free-throw line. That is 82%. Morningside was 22 out of 60 from the field, that is 36%. The Mustangs were 6 out of 16 on three-pointers. That is 37%. And Morningside hit 11 out of 12 from the free-throw line for 91%. Mustangs ended up out-rebounding Hastings 39-35. to Morningside had 11 offensive rebounds, 28 on defense. Hastings had 8 offensive rebounds and 27 on defense. Morningside turned the ball over 17 times in the ballgame today. One block shot, seven steals. Hastings had 13 turnovers, five block shots, and 13 steals. Leading rebounder for Hastings in the ballgame today was Emma Grenfeld, the littlest girl on the team. Emma Grenfeld comes up with seven rebounds here today. Two on offense and five on defense. 
And the leading rebounders for Morningside, you had Sydney Huff grab six rebounds. Sierra Mitchell had six. Skyler Snyder also had six. And then Alexandra Gill had uh, seven rebounds. Those were the leaders for Morningside here today. But Hastings College wins it by a score of 72 to 61. Checking the scoring in the ball game. Morningside was led by Sydney Hupp. She had 17 in the ball game. Skyler Snyder ends up with 12 points. Then the other scores for the Mustangs. Jordan Moser had five. Sierra Mitchell had seven. Grace Meyer had three points. Tate Hansen had two. Maddie Molly had two points. Sophia Peppers had three. Kaylee Burke had two. And Alexandra Gill had eight points for the Mustangs. For Hastings, it was Chandra Farmer scoring 27 points. That ties her season high. He also put 27 up on the board in the ballgame against Dakota Wesley and scores 27 here today in this ballgame for Hastings. Farmer knocked down four of eight three-pointers. She was six out of 11 from the field and also 11 out of 12 from the free-throw line. So Chandra Farmer had 27. In fact, she was the only player to reach double figures today for Hastings College. Taylor Beacom, she had nine points. Gabby Grosso had nine points. Seven for McKenzie Willicott. And the other scores for Hastings, we see Emma Grenfeld had five points. Caitlin Schmidt, she had six. Sophia Pankratz had three. Harper Sheets had two. Kennedy Sander, two. And Holly Plumtree had two points for Hastings College. So the Broncos picking up a big, big win at home here today as they knock off eighth-ranked Morningside by the score of 72-61. Hastings now sitting at 8-3 and three on the season. And the Broncos will have a couple of road games next week. will be in Omaha on the Wednesday as Hastings will play the College of St. Mary's on the Wednesday night. And Hastings next Saturday will be on the road playing over in Iowa at uh, Sioux Center, Iowa. They'll take on the York Defenders, another nationally ranked team. So two road games for the Hastings College women's basketball team next week. College of St. Mary's on Wednesday night and then the Dort next Saturday afternoon. In between games, we've got Dandy coming up here in the second contest here today as Hastings College and Morningside will go at it in men's play. Hastings College is currently ranked number 19 in the country, coming off their win the other night over uh, Midland, 64-60. to Morningside coming in, ranked number two in the country. They are undefeated on the season. They're sitting at 8-0 and as they knocked off the Concordia last Wednesday night by the score of 77-70. So that game is uh, coming up next here on 1230 KHIS. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back and... Chat with Hastings College men's basketball coach Bill Gabers as we continue with our Bronco basketball coverage on 1230 KHS. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited 
and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile, and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Mm-hmm.